This is a filmmaker gardener, Dotson. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Skinny Jean Gardener podcast. I hope you are all good. Uh, today we've got TV presenter Mr. Michael Perry on the podcast. Oh, oh, wait a he was on. He was on a couple of years, maybe a year ago, maybe a bit more. I'm desperate. For, I'm not desperate for. Sorry, dear listener. I'm not desperate for content. I do. I do like him. I'm just having a wait. I told you not to repeat that. No. Make sure. You, make sure you cut this bit out because I can't. I'm a, We've got we've got Michael Perry on the podcast today. It's all bands, by the way, guys. Uh, on the podcast today, uh, everyone. I'm uh, very excited about that. Before that, before I go into uh, that podcast, uh, I just want to say I'm doing something cool. This is actually the last interview before the Christmas special, which is coming out at the start of uh, December, guys. This is the last interview I'm doing of 2019. Ah, ah, guys. Hey, ah. Potentially, you could also be listening, as you know, to an award-winning podcast. But I am doing something called Disappear in December, which some of you may cheer about if you see a timeline fill up of my stuff. But I'm basically staying off social, uh, not putting any content out apart from the Christmas special over the whole of December. And then in January, in in January, in January, I'll be able to say January, uh, and we'll be coming back with a... That's that's the sort of energy. That is the sort of energy level we're talking about. Ush. So get ready for that <laughs> in January, guys. Uh, like I say, we've got Michael Perry on for now. I apologise. Uh, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> play the intro. <laughs> everyone uh today we've got mr michael perry on we've had him on before and i've known perry since the very beginning uh, he used to be we used to call him our seed dealer of when he was back in tnm days and uh we get to see each other may, maybe more than um some of us want but or too much if you follow him on social media but we have uh, a good friendship. I feel like I'm trying to explain myself now. I'm only, I was only messing around. I like him. Don't. No, I said don't say that. Just leave that. Leave that out. Leave. Cut that bit. Cut that bit out. Uh, no, I really enjoy uh, Perry's content. He's doing amazing things. Especially, we talk a little bit about it in this podcast. I'm all about doing something totally different and I feel like we can sometimes be on the same wavelength. There's some new stuff that he's done recently in hotels, bringing plants and doing some really new and just different things to bring deep, like not good attention, not Titchmarsh attention. We don't want to talk about them any desk clothes again. Good attention to the industry, uh, which I really respect. So look, guys. I hope you enjoy this interview. We have a little catch-up. See what he's been up to. See what his plans are for the future. He's also now a fellow podcaster since we last spoke. He said, quote, he said, oh, he must, this is, I imagine he said this. He said, oh, after that, I'll tell you what. He said, this to Alan, this is what he said. He said, Alan, Mary, 
who's not on the podcast yet, but we will we will get her on. Do you know what? I just I was just on that Skinny Jean Gardner podcast. What what absolute award winning content that man is making. I feel like we could do something. And uh yeah, we could do that. We could do something very similar. Not as good, but very similar to that. But ne- never as never as gold as that, but similar. What do you reckon? And Alan turned around and said, Well, we're never gonna we're never gonna do better, but betterer. But we could do something similar. And so it was. The plant based podcast. Uh <laughs> Uh, look, uh, yeah, so there's a brand new podcast out as well, which I love because, you know me, uh, I always, when I got into this game of podcasting, uh, we're changing it up even more next year, guys. You will not be able to stand me by the end of next year. Um, they bring something totally different to the podcast game, which I absolutely love. So we do talk about that as well. It's all about bringing something new, not to stick in to the normal formula, and uh, that's why I enjoy having Perry on. So... And not for the Instagram photos. So, everyone, sit back, relax, and enjoy the following interview. It's the Garden Chit Chat. The Garden Chit Chat. It's the, the Garden Chit Chat. The Garden Chit Chat. It's the, it's a garden chit chat, it's a garden chit chat. Chat, 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 the garden chit chat. Let's do this podcast and I'll, chat, and I'll give you a bigger ego afterwards. Okay, cool. Because I ain't going to be nice to you in the podcast because okay. I don't really like it. <laughs> but it'll be one of your more interesting ones. Oh, mate. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? You should get that on record. That'd be really yeah, funny. I, <laughs> I can't top Monty. Jeez. Oh no, he's a big, he's a big time. You must have been creaming. Jeez. Do you know who I've uh, got tomorrow to interview? Boise. Tamara. Tamara. <laughs> oh right. It's so random how he's like. He was at Norfolk show as well. Yeah, he goes. They go. So they go to a place every single weekend to sell him books. Anywhere. Anyway, that's enough about Boise. Any road. <laughs> Any road. Uh, last time I did one, uh, you talked about... Oh, we started? Yeah, I'm oh. recording everything. You didn't tell me. Oh, sorry. I'm recording everything. everything right, you do, let's so go. We'll be let's do evidence. it. All right. Um, last time I did one, uh, you mentioned about your weird and wacky plant tour. I and, did, yeah. And since then, a lot's been going on. I know. we got Weird and Wacky Plant Show, kind of supreme. We've yeah. also got Weird and Wacky Flavour Show that we did at Hampton Court. And we've got Weird and Wacky Bug Show that we're doing right now are you just, are you, Have you just got Weird and Wacky in the front of every Yeah, subject? I mean, it just, it just really grew, to be <laughs> honest. Like, I started it off as a kind of outlet for my obsession with weird plants, really. And I was like, well, if I'm going to go out and talk to audiences, like, what will I talk to them about? Well all the cool plants so what are they they're weird they're wacky blah 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 so that happened and we can obviously incorporate a little bit of demo into that we've got some video in the presentation like showing the dancing plant the one that moves itself through the day Um, the obedient plant we've actually got some on the stage here today at Tatton also the burning bush the one that can ignite itself as well oh yeah yeah. Yeah. and of course we then have like the finale which is the miracle berry which is the berry that can change sour flavours to sweetness so that's the kind of main Weird and Wacky Plant show. Here at RHS Tatton, I've built a special Weird and Wacky Bug show. 
that then shows different relationships between bugs and plants and kind of weird ways that plants have kind of evolved to get pollinated. Right. Like sodocopulation. Have you heard of that? Was it? Sodocopulation. No, it's not. when a bug <laughs> attempts to get off with a plant and in the process it pollinates it because the plant is actually posing as the female version of that sawfly. What? It's really cool, isn't it? How do you find out? Do you understand it, or do you need I it in more, like, more plain terms? I know what you mean. It's trying it? to b- the plant. Right, I get that. <laughs> I'm trying to beat that out. <laughs> Don't beat it. it out, or they'll think it's worse. I get it. It's quite tame compared to what we could have said. Okay. Come on. Yeah. Um, so, really cool stuff like that. Well, the, the bucket orchid that actually emits a kind of cologne, like an aftershave, that then attracts a certain type of bee inside that then falls down into it, yeah. gets trapped, and can only get out of the bottom down a f- small tube which then forces it to pollinate the flower oh, that's very it's bloody clever. fascinating it really is and we also talk about the best plants for bees bats butterflies beneficial insects birds yeah it's, it's great it's actually quite a, like when you said you were doing weird and wacky bugs i thought that mm. can't be that many like, sort of connected plants but actually oh yeah oh, there was so much more we could include as well and you know it's not i guess it's a little bit oddly named because it's not weird and wacky bugs but it's a lot of everyday bugs that do really strange things because I've learnt so much putting this presentation together because I've mostly been into plants but now it's opened me up to the world of bugs as well and I'm really I'm going to become a bug enthusiast because there's so much involved not not by any stretch but yeah it's just fascinating you know bats for example are really useful in tropical and desert climates for pollinating a lot of crops that we rely on day to day like mangoes bananas we don't we don't rely on mangoes every day obviously <laughs> unless we're middle class but you know <laughs> but also I um, the last time I had a mango <laughs> a, a gave as well which was where tequila comes from oh. it's dependent on bats to be pollinated so it's really brilliant it's what, so, so much these, fun in these like countries they do they attract bats to come obviously yeah in a number of different ways so like there's um, the types of flowers that attract bats would have one of any of these qualities so they're either fragrant at night because that's when the bats come out they've got white bright colors so again to attract the bats usually about three inches um tend to be like a good example would be like jasmine for example so that's obviously white it's got a bit of a fragrance as well because then it appeals to the bat senses in the evening so yeah all these flowers have evolved different ways you know there's flowers that have evolved ways to attract hummingbirds you know to pollinate them as well and they're obviously ones that are rich in nectar lots of bright colors and they've actually got shapes that allow the hummingbirds bill to go in there and get the nectar but at the same time excluding any awkward clumsy insects as well because they just screw it up do you know what i mean (laughs) yeah so there's a plant evolved to yeah yeah yeah. over millions of years yeah because there's also some relationships between plants and bugs that are almost like mutual so it's called mutualism and that's the type of like symbiotic relationship i sound the most like a scientist i ever have (laughs) and um that is a great example of that is a certain type of yucca and there's a tiny yucca moth which is actually called that which is the only creature that can pollinate that yucca because they've grown up together and they can only depend on each other mental isn't it it's mental plants and so, cool yeah, yeah plants I know. Are so cool i know i think i think like you say out of everything like your weird and wacky tour is sort of highlighted yeah definitely cool plants but just cool plants around us and also you know this is what we do in our podcast plant-based podcast we're talking about 
like all the stuff that is around us that comes back to plants and whether that is weird plants or just how important plants are in our day-to-day lives you know and people don't realize that it's just amazing or so you've got plants that are around us already but you've also got normal everyday plants that have amazing qualities that you don't realize as well so both of those avenues just fascinate me so much your podcast is actually take took quite a nice like when you said you're bringing a podcast i was like another garden podcast (laughs) uh but it's actually took quite quite a nice angle at looking at it differently well it's i mean the name is perhaps a little bit misleading at first because it's not plant-based podcast as in it's all about plant-based diets it's really about plant-based as in the broadest sense of the word plant so that is then plants specialist plants gardening Mm -hmm. tips and tricks you know that sort of stuff but also plants that we eat plants that we wear plants that we um you know can relax with the well-being side of it as well so it's really every sense of the word plant and that's kind of where ellen and i come from with obsession with plants you know lifelong obsession and now yeah and hopefully we fill a nice niche as well because that is it's broad enough that it can cover everything yeah. in a way so yeah and do you find it interesting do you, do you learn a lot from like I, what I've found is like speaking to people like mm. you and interviewing you do you find exactly the same thing with podcasts do you find that when you go and interview someone on the mm-hmm. podcast do you find that like, you learn a lot from that no we just ask questions and don't listen to the answers <laughs> <laughs> of course we do you no, fool do you know I mean? <laughs> no definitely I mean we're just learning all the time it's just amazing like you know some people might look at me and think I'm incredibly knowledgeable but I probably only know like 0.05% of what there is to know in this natural world it's like amazing and I'm learning all the time like you know putting together this bug show for Tatton Park it's like I came from a standpoint six months ago knowing very little about bugs to be honest I knew we had to attract beneficial insects to our gardens to help with that kind of ecosystem but I didn't know a lot of these clever pollination methods or anything so we're always learning and with the podcast we've interviewed some really great people and a standout one would be um, Cambridge Botanic Garden talking to the director Beverly about her bee research and that's where we learnt about the different surfaces that are good for bees different colours how they perceive those colours as well so that was a real big learning curve as well and it's always so much to learn and of course you know horticulture is so subjective anyway there's a lot of different ways to do things so you never stop learning never stop learning yeah (laughs) Um, since we spoke to you last uh, you've also started doing QVC yeah 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 Um, how's that going yeah, I've got a show on QVC, so that's uh, kind of every couple of weeks, kind of every two, three weeks, and that's a branded show, so a lot of products that I've had a hand in bringing to the channel as well. But we've kind of changed a lot with that show. It used to be quite retail-based, yeah. but now it's become almost a little bit more of a magazine-type show. Yeah. So we've got some editorial in there. We've shown a lot of customer results, customer pictures. Is that because you've, you've put your spin, spin Yeah, well, definitely. I feel like... With something like that, you you don't need to be such a hard sell because you want actually people to be part of your club yeah. and to understand and kind of have trust in you. And you've got to build that trust in a number of different ways, not just spewing out a list of USPs. Yeah. So kind of we've got the editorial, we've got the jobs to do in the garden, we show people trends that are coming up as well to get kind of that two-way feedback really. So yeah. it's been been really fun and it's nice to have taken that in a bit of a different direction we've got a lot of new viewers and customers as well that's good yeah thank you like shopping shopping channels um 
well, you're just thinking of the selling, but I think since you've got your little... What's it called? Yeah. Michael's Garden in the World, isn't it? Uh, Michael's Garden, yeah. My, oh, Michael's Sorry. Garden. It used to be Gunwell, but we don't use that last word anymore. Oh, Lloyd's <laughs> opinion. Uh, <laughs> but, it, but it is, yeah, I mean... But it's, but it's like... It's, I don't... When I watch it, mm. I don't see it as a... Like, Salmon thing. I see it yeah, as a, yeah, yeah. a program I'm cool. getting benefit from. Well, I guess just because generally I'm quite. I like to be quite a relaxed guy. I'm not that aggressive and kind of like. And I believe that the way to get your point across is just by calmly being knowledgeable and getting that across. And I feel like that is how I approach QVC, and that's how it has worked. People, yeah. people trust, and I'm more comfortable with people that are kind of getting their point across just calmly and yeah. succinctly, rather than you know being some hard sell and that seems to have really worked and that's the approach that I use with a lot of the work that I do really and that's obviously why people are coming back for more which is nice yeah so what, what I um, really like about you and there's not a lot but there it's is my some, beard not just the beard my I bum definitely not that another bee um, <laughs> <laughs> my boob uh, well yeah um, is you throwing me now what was I going to say oh is that you do things um, differently so it's quite easy to be in the garden industry and just do what everyone else does yeah like, yeah like yeah. um, most recently like when you did the hotel thing yeah 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 I yeah. think that's really I really that's quite inspiring to like go into different sectors which I think yeah, is really important yeah well do you know what my motivation is my motivation is not like having enough work or having enough money it's really kind of being doing interesting stuff myself primarily because of course you know, at the end of the day, we're all selfish. We're all looking out for ourselves. But to me, I want to do the most interesting things to keep me stimulated, which in turn is then the most interesting projects that my followers like to look at and yeah. enjoy. So I'm always obsessed with crossover. So whether that is hotels, I'm like, well, how can we improve that botanically? Or whether it's art or cookery, you know, it's like, what can I add to that with my knowledge yeah. from horticulture? So if you look at what we did at Hampton Court with the Weird and Wacky Flavors show, yeah. that was a nice angle of kind of like okay guys let's look at the weeds in your garden that you can eat the edible flowers that you might walk around a national trust property and not realize you can chow down on you know it's like but it's amazing so i'm always trying to kind of make that mash up and not you know not show you how to plant the verbena banariensis for the 20th time do you know what i mean i don't know what you just said there <laughs> see this is your problem you need to know more plants Maybe we don't do long words on this i'm podcast. brandishing a lemon at you right now <laughs> But it is, yeah. So I always want it to be more interesting, give that hook to people as well. So what uh, what sort of things would you like to do, like, in the future that's a bit different? Oh, do you know, I'm never... This is the thing as well, I'm never ever looking that far ahead. I'm just kind of... I'm really lucky that most work is coming to me, and most of it is interesting, but, you know, I make a real conscious decision to show on social media what I do, which is important because then people can see what they can come to you for yeah. as well so it's, it's like your shop window if yeah. you know what I mean um, so I don't really have any specific ambitions just to do more of the same yeah. really so is my only criteria social media is like a big especially if like you've got quite a lot of followers yeah yeah the only reason I'm really friends with you yeah and, um, <laughs> but do you feel like that's um, like you say it is your shop window you are showing people what to do do you think that's a big part of like business and the industry is oh. like taking that a lot more on now yeah I mean We've always got to keep an open mind. Like, I don't think social media is going to replace everything no. eventually, one day anyway. But right now, that is the window that works. Just like, you know, maybe five years ago, Twitter was the window that worked. Then Facebook was. And at the moment, Instagram is. So you just got to move with it. And, you know, some people get that a bit wrong because they'll just 
I don't know, you you get some people that are a bit scared of social media, they'll suddenly master Twitter and then they'll just kind of stay there. Yeah, yeah. But not realise that another platform has kind of taken over. So you've got to be kind of agile and just follow what is happening where, really, because that is your shop window and you shouldn't be... I guess I'm very un-English in a way that I'm quite happy to show my successes as well. Yeah. But, like, why not? Because that's the only way people will see what, what you want to do. And also some English people can be quite, like... Uh, what do you call it like submissive like derogatory about their own skills as well yeah. like that's really silly because like I don't know I guess uh, I think I learned this a little bit when I was working in the US because like in the US everyone's quite happy to kind of celebrate your success as kind of like well done guys you know and I'll kind of do what might be perceived as being boastful to a UK audience and I'll be like yeah I get 10,000 views on the website and they'll be like god that's excellent man well done whereas you say that to someone in the UK they'll be like I'm not sure you should boast about that yeah. why the hell not the, why not Americans are like kings yeah. of self-promotion but he's over here I don't know why, well, I I don't know why that is self-promotion as long as it is um, what do you call it authentic yeah. and valid like of course don't say you've got 10,000 views on a website if you've only got two yeah, that yeah. doesn't work but if you have got something that is factual and a success you've got, then why not shout about shout it, you know? Him. That's the thing. And that's kind of what I do. And, yeah, and I think I somehow straddle a nice balance where it doesn't look like I'm showing off. It's just kind of like announcing it. But a lot of people go wrong with social media. They just assume. They almost think about who will see the post before they do it. And yeah. you'll often then be thinking of your peers or your friends and stuff. And it might be they don't even see it or they don't even think how you think. Yeah. They're going to perceive it as well so you just got to get that out of your head and just put it out there not really. think too much about it yeah exactly that's the thing a lot, a lot more businesses are taking on social media now as well like, mm. and seeing the I mean in the garden industry more than anything yeah, yeah, seeing yeah. Like, the benefits of it yeah oh 100% and I mean it's weird though you must see it like some of them get it so wrong and it's it can do bad to your business if you don't get it right or it looks lazy or half hearted or kind of not really focused in the right way but the ones that do pull it off do a really nice job and there's some of the companies in the floral marquee that have really taken it to the next level this season it's really good like yeah. um you know the guys doing the peonies for example primrose hall yep they've really pulled it out of the bag with social media you and see it's them about lovely to more, see yeah. yeah exactly they're imprinted in your if someone asked you who a specialist peony grows in uk you would say them straight yeah, away now on, you know yeah. I'm not even sure if anybody else does it because it's so <laughs> so strong how they do. So, um, what is yeah? Well, you, like you said earlier, I was about to say what's next, but you mm. actually don't know, do you? Well, no, I don't really. Yeah, what is next? Pretty busy in September, doing more lecturing in Japan, um, weird and wacky plant show, and a few other things in Canada as well. So um, you're take the 2020, you're going to take the weird and wacky plant show to more places. Yeah, I mean. Again, I never look that far ahead. I know it seems really crazy, but... You're useless for this so, last question, aren't you? I know, but just <laughs> so much cool stuff happens. But that is because I'm agile and I react to stuff quickly and I get back to people when I say I should. And I'm quite, like, I'm reliable. So that's nice. So people know that they can come to you and get stuff. Yeah. I'm not sure, that's still not answering the question, sorry. Um, bear with. <laughs> um, but also, people want to work with me because they got that knowledge as well. And because plants are cool at the moment some of the problems is that some of the people that have come to it a lot newer yeah. like some of the kind of maybe like Instagram kind of houseplant experts and stuff they might have only learnt it like in the last couple of years mm-hmm. but I think because I've been around a lot longer and I'm quite well known in the industry by the press and also now with the social media audience I've kind of got that trilogy of you know support which is kind of working nicely for me because yeah I'm helping the newer audience and millennials with plants 
But I've also got that real grounding because I know what's happened in the industry over 20 years, blah, 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 blah. You're so, like the granddad of... The uh, granddad? I'm only 39, jeez. <laughs> when's your birthday? October, actually. Oh, wait, I'll yeah, put it out just 24th, after. I'll yeah. put it out just after this, so you're going to say you're 40. <laughs> yeah, but um, I still didn't answer your question. Like, I'm trying to think it through as I talk. You must have a plan. Like, pe- people... I, everyone's got a plan. I've always got sort of plans, but I'm also very reactive. So, like, last autumn, for example, I was starting to build a weird and wacky website. Right. And But then precedence came over a lot of other projects as well. And also, at the same time, I sort of then questioned to myself, when, you, when you've got so much with social media, do you then need a kind of website? Because people won't sit there and look like that. So, it could be maybe that is then something that then works if kids were looking at it. I don't know. So, it's yeah. something that I sort of started, but then just calmly left on the back burner because other stuff was preference so I'm I'm good at kind of prioritising I guess and kind of not really going down one rabbit hole if then you know some people kind of feel determined to finish something off even if it's not going to be the best result yeah. you know what I mean because it gets in their heads like I've got to finish it but sometimes you've got to just skip to a different project yeah. really if that's the one that is then given the better returns you see and I think my, my old boss at Thompson Morgan really really taught me that because yeah, he would see a lot of people around him just kind of like, I don't know, fannying about for no reason. <laughs> but he taught me to be more agile and just kind of go after what, what is important at that time. And I guess, yeah, and it makes sense, really. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, people want to work with me and stuff happens overseas because social media is great and you've, you've got that kind of connection with people overseas and the plant world is so well connected anyway yeah. as well. And I guess, and also because when I go overseas, I show that I go overseas, people will know that I'm able to because it's not everybody that is able to travel or perhaps has a family or doesn't isn't up for that sort of work so I guess showing off that again helps because someone knows that's in my capability set if you know what I mean so yeah but I mean there's no magic kind of formula to it really well we'll come back each year to see what happens (laughs) I think just being just being myself that's it really because like you said earlier I'm not doing the same thing that everyone else is doing yeah. I'm doing stuff with a different twist to it and and that just seems natural to me I'm not really yeah I guess a lot of people feel you've got to be a certain way to fit in but then what do you do when everyone else is doing that too well, suddenly yeah, you've yeah. got a big competition on your hands which you didn't need to have if you'd been yourself so yeah I took a lot of sense didn't I yeah you do actually it's because I'm coming up to 40 I'm really feeling like some old wise sage I say the wise granddad of the industry <laughs> sage not granddad <laughs> no that's excellent thank you yeah thanks mate for coming on oh, no worries man Let's see what happens cool fun 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 cha 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 the garden cha and there, everyone, there you have the last interview of 2019 with Mr. Michael Perry. Uh, big up, Perry. I always, we have Bants all the time. I think we have Bants. It's called Bants. It's called Bants all the time. Um, he's has been a big support over the few years. Obviously, now uh, I'm supporting him by allowing him to come on this podcast. But, you know, if that's it. That is the 2019 way. I don't know either. Uh, that is why I'm having December off. I need a break, guys. I've, I need a break. Uh, look, guys, uh, thank you so much. Uh, we've got a Christmas special coming up. Uh, thank you to Perry for having me on the podcast. You are awesome. If you love this podcast, if you love the plant-based podcast, podcast and gardening all together, then drop me a message. Drop here a message. Say, Carl, you were really good on that fantastic podcast with uh, Lee Connolly, Skinny Jean Gardner. 
there was zero chance of ever making content like that. But well done for going on it. Do message him that if you need to. Uh, but thank you so much for listening, guys. Much love. And I shall speak to you. Well, I'll speak to you next week for the Christmas. But after that, in the new year. Much love. Look after your... Look, what is it? Yeah, look after yourself. Look after your guard. No, look, what is it? Look after yourself. <laughs> look, I told you I need that break. Look after yourself. Look after your family. But most of all, look after that garden. Migration. say that about I did cut that I didn't say that bit either this is a cinema game the gardener